0: Let's a little closer to you so we can get in this beautiful camera.
1: Bring it in. Bring it in. Hello, you beautiful Americans. It's uh, <laughs> my
0: Laptop's on 4%. Jared's going to attempt to light his own cigar here. You did
1: not come the Boy Scout route of always be prepared.
0: Exactly. Bad. Bad. Mmm. Mmm.
1: God, I miss sours. So good. Right?
0: I love how these things come with their own Beauvita pack.
1: Oh, I know. It's awesome. Right? Hello, you beautiful Americans. How is everybody on this beautiful
0: day? Hope, well, whatever time you're listening to us—night, morning, middle of day, rainy day—we're here for you. We love you. We appreciate you tuning in as always.
1: Uh huh. (laughs) As I light my cigar, excuse me. Oh. Well,
0: (sighs) can't have anything nice. Good thing they're all individually wrapped. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Uh bro. My bad. You got you got their home slice. Yeah, that's great. You know, the first one that we're going to probably chuck up on YouTube because everybody's told us, "Fuck it, I don't care what we see. We just want to see you guys." What? Who told you that? Well, everybody who's like, what "Why do, aren't you on YouTube wants to yet? See me. I, I want to see you.
1: <sighs> well, now, now I feel loved. Okay, now that we got our shit together. Come on, Margaret. You're that.
0: No need for double nic- nicotine.
1: Oh, so definitely not.
0: Right, it's, it's uh, almost your Friday, almost my Monday.
1: Yeah. How's it going? Oh, I must say, dude, I'm a little disappointed. I've been sad. We've been talking too much about a goddamn virus named after a beer.
0: A shitty beer at that. I
1: don't know some people out there like that crap up. Not <laughs> sorry. Not even a very good one at that. I mean, yeah. it's. I get in the mood for it sometimes, but I, I, it sparked an idea. That made me want to bring our beautiful americans some different talking points because oh i agree I, I know there's so many there's so many of them out there that are like like me they're sick of hearing about the goddamn coronavirus they just want things to be back to normal and we just want to go to work and we just want to be able to go to fucking dinner like, oh, oh shit! Yeah. i want to go to a movie
0: right and amanda was saying how there's some places out there that are predicting how this is going to change like restaurants and sit down meals and stuff a lot people a lot more people are going to be like take out want to do take out stuff like that but the thing is you'll never take away like the social gathering Mm -mm. that's instilled in our dna like from the beginning of mankind like they've always wanted to be together and do stuff together so you're
1: never going to get yeah because you just get lonely right being alone sucks Mm -hmm. but anyway so i of course because everyone's quarantined and not being a police officer you're not able to really go out and do your job the way you want to so you end up just kind of sitting around and finding something to do which you mostly turn to one of the major streaming networks in the world today.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Oh well, your favorite CNN I'll bet. Fuck you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit.
1: But so I I was doing some streaming and trying to entertain myself in this quarantine days of stuff and I came across the, the mini-series covering the Waco siege from 1993. You know that's funny? Me and one of the deputies
0: oh. with county here yeah. were actually talking about it. He binge-watched it the other day. Did you watch it? I haven't. No, he was telling me about it, and I was like, oh, man, I need to watch that. Because that's well, one of the PDs you were actually thinking about at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, it was the, the ATF did that, the local pd didn't Didn't have anything to do with it didn't really have anything to do with it nope yeah and it was outside the city so the pd i was looking at had nothing to do with it right jesus trailer popping yep okay it's the slamming of a smoker lid but then you can't you can't talk about waco (laughs) without ruby rich they pretty much go hand in hand in some of the worst government law enforcement fuck-ups in history
0: oh yeah yep like so, and you know killed me... a
1: lot of innocence. You know me, when I go down these rabbit holes, I, I Google the shit out of rabbit holes. Right. And I was thinking, so if you watch the Waco miniseries, they start off, episode one covers Ruby Ridge. At least a good portion of the first episode covers Ruby Ridge. Right. So, I wanted to try to gather but you can't trust tv shows because tv shows always lean one way they make somebody look good they make somebody look bad oh yeah or they just play to like the public perception oh, and, exactly and things like that so i started doing my research and i was trying to balance it out so i would look up one thing especially well with both ruby ridge and waco but talking about waco for instance i would try to look up something from the branch davidians which was the cult most people refer to it as. Some people call it a religion. Personally, I think it was a cult. Yeah. You know, tomato, tomato. Very culty. Very. It was cultish. It was very cultish. Mm-hmm. But I would try to find something from the side of the story of the Branch Davidians, and then I would try to find something from the story of the U.S. government. Um, and that included watching everything from public speaking arrangements to press conferences that actually occurred during the standoffs, uh, reading articles. the, And you know what really... Makes me wonder how bad the actual government fucked up. What's up? You can't really find anything about the government saying what happened. Yeah.
0: Because now, correct me if I'm wrong on this series. I think one um, of the deputies I was talking to about it.
1: <laughs> this he, first YouTube episode's going to suck.
0: Just dropping ash, throwing <laughs> cigars everywhere. Dropping
1: ash, throwing cigars everywhere. Right. It's work. <sighs> it's all right.
0: We look beautiful no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you look beautiful. Uh, wide load, come through.
0: Mm. <laughs> My wide load. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> was that they actually set it up so that the media was possibly going to be like be able to film them bringing kids out and stuff.
1: Because yeah, the ATF after Ruby Ridge, people fucking hated them and mm-hmm. they wanted something to change the public perception. And it went south in a hurry.
0: Because they ended up killing a lot of people. Yeah.
1: Uh, 63, I believe. Yeah, because wasn't it the CS gas went off? The CS gas. Now, here's the part that really irks me and makes me think that uh, the government fucked up. Mm -hmm. When you try to cover up a fuck up with a lie, it just reinforces the fact that you fucked up and you know it. Yeah, exactly. So, after they put the CS gas into the compound, caused the fire, killed... believe it was six. i believe it was 63 people Uh uh-huh um most of them children majority of them children right um the government put out that they put the gas in to get the davidians to come out right and then in an attempt at a mass suicide the davidians lit the compound on fire
0: oh that's cute now provided there's some sick people out there who don't care if they kill children or whatever but correct that's yeah. That's obviously but a fucking lie.
1: In the book that the, um, the miniseries is based upon, uh, is actually a book written by a guy named Gary Nesner, mm-hmm. who at the time of Ruby Ridge and Waco was the head of the FBI's negotiation division. Oh, so the book that the series is based off of was written by someone on the government side, not the Davidian side.
0: Makes sense. Okay,
1: you know, and then it turns into a lot of. Like, I watched a one-hour video. uh, When you watch the series, you will learn of a guy named David Thibodeau. Mm hmm Thibodeau uh, was a guy that joined the Davidians before the siege, was there for the siege, and then right as the government was deploying the CS gas into the compound, he got out, was arrested. I think he spent like two weeks in jail, let go with no charges, you know, classic bullshit. Right. So Thibodeau, in this inter, it wasn't really an interview. It was like an open quest- Q&A format. He's going over all the things that don't make sense, and he was even talking about Ruby, because I guess when Thibodeau uh, carried on in his life, he started assisting in civil lawsuits against the government for Waco and Ruby Rich. Oh. And there's a lot of fucked up shit. No kidding. Um, the search warrant, for instance. So the search warrant was released in public record. I could not find it. I wanted to fucking read it for myself. The actual search warrant that they submitted to a federal judge to get into the Waco compound. Yeah. Um, so what I have is what Thibodeau said, but the whole time he's saying it, he says, go on this website, go on that website, the warrant's public record. You can read it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Go read it. Yeah. So how much, I'm sorry, I don't mean to downsize. How much do you know about Waco itself? Not, not, not very much. Just
0: mainly what we're talking about now, and then the conversation I had with our buddy out there the other night. Oh, day. okay.
1: So the initial the initial reason for a search warrant is the ATF claimed that they had claims of child abuse, and they had claims that the Branch Davidians were manufacturing illegal fully automatic weapons. Huh. Making <clears throat> them, eh? Yeah, making them. Huh. Well, eh, yeah. making them. So a, a section of this search warrant, and you'll, you're knowledgeable enough in the world of guns to to catch this bullshit right a certain part in the in the search warrant stated that the ATF had reason to believe that they were manufacturing fully automatic weapons because they had an inform. they gained information that David Koresh who was the head of the branch of civilians was obtaining and here's the fucked up part AK-47 upper and lower receivers to transfer to convert them into fully automatic weapons what
0: you they need one of those.
1: First well, off, AK forty sevens don't have. Upper and I was gonna and say, receivers. and they, they don't have uppers. They're, and solid, they're, they're, they're a solid, solid body. Weapon. Yeah. Okay.
0: I wanted to say so that, but then I've sol- also said shit that I've been fucked up on, like you know. Yep. That's okay. Hey, there, there you go, bud. Pick her up. Good job. Yep. Give it a five time. second rule. Five <laughs> second rule.
1: Um. So that yeah. was just one issue with the search warrant. The other okay. one, as you've seen, you've probably seen pictures and stuff like that at Waco. There were fucking helicopters that the government was using. To uh, fly, yes, yeah. fly around and do all the shit. Thibodeau actually claimed that they were firing weapons from the helicopter during the initial contact. Isham, good God, yeah, yeah. According to according to Mister Thibodeau, which again, this is all just in the Q and A format, and the government denies that there were. They said there were guns on board the choppers, but they weren't fired.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't put them past him for how that they got screwed. I don't know,
1: that. but. Thibodeau did claim that while he was in the compound, once the shooting was over, he could cl- you could all clearly see bullet holes in the ceilings with drywall hanging down from where the bullets had came through the fucking ceilings. Hmm. Yeah, Which, if sense. that's the case, that means that these guys in fucking helicopters were blindly firing through the roof into this compound where they knew there were over 50 kids. God, how can fucking do that and they were and they knew the women and children lived on the second or top floor of the compound wow that's what the information they had going in was it's it's fucking horrible and then of course during a 51 day siege there's like multiple times where they uh there were atf agents outside literally like mooning the fucking compounds the kids were seeing it like all kinds of shit girl wow and then oh this was the other part So the helicopters there, apparently there is federal in the, in the tanks, Mm -hmm. apparently there's federal law out there that says you cannot use military grade equipment against U S citizens without a, without a certain DEA loophole, which is if you're going to take down a major drug operation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they wrote in the warrant that they had received information that there was also a full meth lab in the compound.
0: Which was, I'm assuming, total bullshit.
1: It was complete bullshit. Yeah. They had no information that... That any information that would even indicate that the Branch Davidians were manufacturing or using or even in possession of narcotics in any way. Did they ever find any, just out of curiosity? Any drugs? Yeah. Not that we're in any of the reports. Huh. Well then. Now, granted... Yeah, the ATF fucked up, but let me also supplement with this david koresh the guy that was the leader of the davidians Uh at the time there's actually still branch davidians that live on the same property oh really yeah they rebuilt a small church on the foundation of the old compound and there's still people there that they're they're branch davidians i don't know if they still follow this fucking koresh guy or if they just kind of do their own thing or what i didn't look into that. because a
0: tornado can't
1: touch down in the same place twice but Sorry, David David Koresh was a, f- a fucking asshole. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. He had about 20 wives. Part of the deal was when he would convince these couples to come live at his compound was eventually he would get a message from God that his wife was to be his. Um, all the other men in the compound had to abstain. They had to live separately from their wives. Their, their wives became Koresh's wives, including... Uh, one woman, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, <clears throat> but she lived with the Davidians when she was a child. Her mom took her there, uh-huh. and she was 11 years old, and her mom took her off the compound to a hotel where David Koresh was, which is where Koresh told an 11-year-old girl that he received a message from God that she was to be his wife, and then he had sex with her. At 11 years old. At 11 years old. So, wow. I know I'm going to talk about like how the government fucky, fucky, rubber ducky. Right. But let's make it very clear that David Koresh was also a fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, indeed. Who, yeah, deserved many, many bad things.
0: Exactly. Well, and the thing is, we can play devil's advocate a little here, is, yeah, the government fucked up, and that there there's so many other ways that could have gone. And, however, if he truly cared about any of those people there, when they came in, he could have just gave up
1: right there well think about this though because this this is the part and you'll see it in the miniseries that, uh-huh. that actually fucking happened mm. there's massive debate out there um about who fired the first shot
0: we were talking about when that, the, the when, the,
1: when the atf first approached the compound who fired the first shot mm-hmm. but it was documented on both sides when the atf moved in they surrounded the compound koresh exited and attempted with with no weapon no nothing Right. And attempted to, and Davidians also uh, testify that before he went outside, he said, nobody do anything stupid. I'm going to go talk to him. Right. right? And we're going to work this out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So Koresh goes outside, tries to tell them, please calm down. There's women and children here, things like that. Mm. And then from somewhere, a shot's fired. Oh. And then hell breaks loose. Yeah. So then Koresh tries to go back inside. Rounds come through the door. Koresh catches one in the, like, lower left abdominal area. Another guy gets gut shot. He ends up dying. Did, um, did and Chris died there? Yeah, he died in the fire. Okay. Well, they, his official, um, like... Cause of death. Cause yeah. of death, thank you, um, was a gunshot wound to the head. Oh. But he died, he was in the compound when it was lit on fire.
0: Makes you wonder, you know, just <laughs> playing a little speculation here, how many people were executed? I don't know. It just makes you, without, how screwed up the whole thing was,
1: like, how much other shady shit. Well, this is the big, uh, like, the big issue that I have. There's two big issues that I have. The first off is the Davidians claimed that the day the CS gas was put into a compound, um, the ATF went to the back of the compound and started firing machine gun fire into the back of the compound to, I'm assuming, distract them while the tanks moved in on the front um, and deployed the gas. Oh. Okay. The ATF denies machine gun fire at the back of the compound. But it is a it is a recorded fact that the day the CS gas was, because everybody knows when you have a siege or something like that, you can't make the media go away. hmm But you can control where they stand. Right. You can't make them go away, but you can tell them you can't be over here, you can't be over there, you have to be this far away. Right. Yada, yada, yada. It's called the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, the day the CS gas was employed, the media was told you cannot be at the back of the compound. Ah, before the machine gun fire took place, the the media was told you cannot be back there. Interesting. Mm Hmm. Hmm. Weird. Mm Hmm. So much. Then the last major issue I have is, like I said, the government claimed that they deployed the CS gas to get them to come out. Um, and then the fire started. They claimed the Davidians started the fire in an attempt at a mass suicide. Okay. Mm. <sighs> there are several other incidents in history where the government attempted to use CS gas to make people come out of a building. Right. Almost every single one of those resulted in the building lighting on fire. Makes sense. Every, damn near every single one of them. Yep. Then the other thing that really kind of irks me is if you're in a cult... And you're planning, and it's no secret the Davidians did have a large stash of weapons, whether they mach- they were machine guns or not, I don't know. I just right. know they had a shitload of guns. It's Texas, for God's sake, right? If you're planning a mass suicide, why would you light a building on fire? Yeah, and kill everybody slowly. Why not
0: just shoot yourself? Yeah, no shit. Right? <laughs> there's so many other things. Yeah, you could do.
1: Yeah, there's so many other ways.
0: Yeah. Um. So this, I don't think we talked about this. Tell me, what was the reason for um, the ATF wanting to make entry or seize The child seize abuse place? claims. The child abuse claims? Okay. Yep.
1: That's why they wanted the media there to get video and pictures of them walking Bringing the out kids this. out. Right. So everybody would be like, oh my God, the ATF cares about kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, get that good public eye. And then it turned into complete madhouse mayhem. Good Lord. Bullshit. No kidding. But yeah. And it was a 51-day siege, which is the longest, I take that back, it's the second longest siege in uh, American history. What's the first one? Uh, J- 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 Jimmy? Uh, let me Google his name, I can't remember. It's another one in Texas, mm-hmm. and it's actually uh, kind of interesting. I want to say this is his name, but I'm going to Google it. We'll see how quick my internet is today. That
0: just goes to show, you know, even your own government isn't perfect. <clears throat> Which, oh, no. I mean, that's apparent, obviously, to everybody out there. Anybody with a head on their shoulders. Um,
1: but that's just sad. John but, Joe Gray. Okay. This yep. one's actually kind of funny. I enjoy this one a lot. So, John Joe Gray is an individual in Trinidad, Texas. Okay. Who yep. identifies as a sovereign citizen uh, and was a fugitive from law who lives... Thank you. You're welcome. ...who lived on a 50-acre ranch in Texas. Uh-huh. So his standoff began in 2000 when Gray jumped bail after indictment on two counts of felony assault during a 1999 traffic stop in Anderson County, Texas. He allegedly attacked Texas Trooper Jim Cleland. A struggle ensued after Cleland reached for his three fifty seven caliber handgun in the car, Uh, that gray was driving anti-government pamphlets and references are setting off a bomb on a highway um oh references to setting off a bomb on the highway overpass uh near dallas where gray was pulled over in the vehicle gray was charged with two felonies assault on a public servant and taking a police officer's weapon after promising to have no access to weapons while awaiting hearing uh he was out on bail and he then he jumped bail uh-huh. So the judge issued a warrant to rearrest John Joe, local uh, Henderson County Sheriff, stated in 2011, because I guess this John Joe guy went back to his 50-acre wooded ranch and said, and basically was going to start a standoff, yep. and the sheriff decided it wasn't worth it. Oh, so really? then a 15-year standoff ensued where he told his guys, we're not going in, but if he comes out, hook him. Yeah. And he didn't leave for 15 years.
0: What the hell did he eat?
1: I mean, I guess he was Pe- on a ranch. People but. brought him stuff. He oh. he lived off the land and people brought him stuff.
2: Huh.
0: And then finally, is he like, okay, this is bullshit. I want to well, go see the Nose Rambo.
1: No, the... Uh, <laughs> 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 I want to go see that new Rocky movie. Right. No, the... Uh, the actually, the county prosecutor um, came out and said, you know, basically, you've quarantined yourself for 15 years and for the crimes you committed the most i could have given you was 10 oh that's funny so the prosecutor just dropped the charges
0: oh shit yeah so get just done
1: so technically the standoff's over yeah when did that end 2015 huh interesting well then <laughs> that
0: is kind of funny i agree
1: So, so that's the longest one not nearly as entertaining as the other two no
0: no or interesting, for that matter. Right. Oh, man. There's a lot of interesting history in this world. It's like kind of... You know, we could branch off... Right, branch off just slightly off that. It's like there's there's so much history in this world. People are like, oh, I love to travel to other countries because of the amount of history that we have throughout the world and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's true. There, we are we are one of the youngest countries. Well, I think we're the youngest country as a really? whole. One of them. One of the youngest countries. We'll go with that. Not, I don't think the youngest. But anyways... But the thing is, is you have so much history in your own country. Like, how many people knew about the Waco, Texas thing?
1: I think a lot I, of people honest, I think a lot of people knew about it, but they never took the time to look into the details.
0: Like, I've heard of it before, but I never, like, the details up until last week, yeah, I didn't know crap about the details on it. But another thing is, like, also traveling in your own country. A guy we work with and his wife, there's an area down in uh, McCall uh-huh. that it's only accessible if you go in there in the wintertime. It's only accessible by a snowmobile. There's hot springs back there. And it's like a massive hot springs. You pack your own food in, you pack your trash out, you bring all your sleeping stuff in. And there's a cabin there. But there's this hot springs. You can bring your food in, you you can prepare it and stuff down there and whatnot. And it's and they pay you pay by the person. I think it's like fifty bucks a person, or you pay a group rate or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I was like, stuff like I didn't know anything about that. And it's only accessible in the winter by a snowmobile, which that's the best time to go to hot springs, in my opinion. It's freezing outside, hot as hell in the water.
1: Yeah. That's, well, why would you want to get in hot ass water when it's, it's like, hot ass outside?
0: Right. Like snow and then hot water. It's like prime baby making stuff right there. Right. Dude. Right. Yeah. But
1: you get cold and then you get warm. Exactly. Different ways. You
2: want
0: to hand me another one of those? Oh yeah. But uh, it's just stuff like that. Like there's some gorgeous stuff in this country. I've seen a lot of beautiful things in this country
1: in this state alone.
0: I mean, you can go from mountains to the north to sand dunes (coughs) down south.
1: Yeah. But especially, it's weird because a lot of people, and I don't know how long this has even been around, but a lot of people didn't travel sort of because they, you know, they have a dislike for like hotels. Right. Well, now that they have Airbnbs, you know, a lot of people, especially, I mean, the only place I've really looked is like the Texas area. Right. But there's a lot of people in Texas that own property and put like tiny houses on these properties oh yeah yeah. and then you just go rent said tiny house
0: well like our coast trip that we're planning we're gonna rent a
1: house Mm.
0: i mean and that's in the long run when it's just yourself that's a stupid idea because it's expensive as hell but when you have a big group of people
1: you get a house for six or seven hundred bucks you get a three four bedroom house take three four friends or three four couples get together like we're gonna do right and you go split up the cost of one of these big damn houses exactly right on the coast
0: Oh, yeah. No, there's... Yeah, and... Or somewhere
1: awesome. And you've been the coast before, right? Oh, yeah. No, I've been. Mostly Seattle. I don't think... Uh, no, we went to Portland, but I don't... Portland's not really on the no, coast. No, I'm asking
0: a stupid question. Huh. Think you, you Weren't you in that movie, American Pie? No. When they went to the, the beach for no. the vacation? No, I was not. No, i nah, not. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> I could see you in it. I'd watch you in it.
1: Oh, my God. Ugh. But no. but no, I think you're right. Like people think to get history, they have to travel abroad or they have to yeah. go, which yeah, there's Just plenty try. of history all over the world, but oh, there's yeah, also don't. a shit ton. Like this country has been around for 300 years.
0: Exactly. Well, don't get me wrong. Like I would love to go to Ireland. That's my like dream foreign vacation. Yeah. I'd love to Ireland, go Scotland, backpack all over there. See all the old kingdoms and stuff. You know, the old mm-hmm. castle, stuff like that. That'd be cool as shit. Yeah. But why not
1: see your own country first? Yeah. It's cheaper that way. <laughs> Just a bit, it's definitely cheaper that way. Yeah, just a bit. But even like where we went to our academy, you know, we went down to southeast New Mexico. Mm-hmm. We we were in Billy the Kid territory, right? Yeah. So one weekend, I got bored. I drove up to Fort Sumner in Lincoln County and looked at all the Billy the Kid shit. Exactly. Wasn't that much. I was kind of let. Out. I was kind of let down. Right.
0: Oh, Billy the Kid, things kind of interesting. So many, you know, Billy the Kid and like Abraham Lincoln. Not to compare the two side by side, but to compare the history of the two, there's so many different avenues
1: between really
0: the is. two. Yeah. yeah, Billy the Kid. You know, he died maybe died super young, or maybe he lived a while. You know, there's speculation that Billy the Kid never did die. True. And then well, he's dead now. Well, he's definitely he's definitely <laughs> dead. He's dead now. definitely dead now. Yeah, but then there's like Abraham Lincoln, which was my favorite. I used to say he's my favorite president, and then I started looking more into. Um, Great now, I'm gonna blank on his name. Um God, he's one of the nineteen hundreds presidents. Awesome as hell. Bill Clinton. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Bill Clinton. Um I've got I've got his face right there in my mind. It's gonna hit me like a load of bricks. Anyways, um <laughs> anyways, Abraham Lincoln was my favorite president to I think we actually talked about this before. He was one of my favorite presidents to research and write reports on his stuff because there are so many great areas in his life. There's so many blank spots. Oh, yeah. There's even speculation that Abraham Lincoln was gay. There's oh, yeah. like
1: books on that. Why is there like speculation that every famous person in history is gay? I don't know. But really, when you think about it, there is. There is. No, you're right. Yeah. This is very true. Yeah. I mean, not all, but majority.
0: Remind, who is that president? It's going to bug me now. I'm not going to be able to get anywhere on the show. I honestly have no idea. He he did awesome things for the economy. He said some super awesome shit out there that... Reagan? Thank you. See, <laughs> when I say super awesome shit, he said super awesome shit. That, that triggers it.
1: <laughs> Set it off. You yeah. say it
0: in caveman terms, we get it. Yeah, exactly. You
1: put it in simple.
0: Yeah. He's honestly probably my favorite president. But, because, dude, if you think about it, Abraham Lincoln did some kind of shady, not really cool shit.
1: Yeah, everybody's done that. Though. Exactly, they do. They do cool shit, and then they turn around and do some he gets, shit that he's, you're like, "Yeah."
0: He's famous for freeing the slaves, quote unquote. Abraham Lincoln was never outspokenly against slavery,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, but anyways, <sighs> we could dive down some different rabbit holes. But that's they,
1: that's history. That's not it political. Is. It's political history, but that's right. different. Exactly.
0: It's what our country is founded on. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just important. Exactly. But then, so that we touched on. On Waco, and then, but you, and especially Ruby Ridge, because Ruby Ridge was in our state. Yeah, you know, It right? was just right up, right up by, was it like Bonner's Ferry? Or yeah, Just, it was. just yeah. That's where the south. father-in-law grew up at. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Or and he's just, got a lot of family up there. Like southwest okay. of Bonner's Ferry, and Ruby Ridge, I think, it was only 11 days long, But I honestly think it was a... There was at least a couple of things that happened at Ruby that were a little more fucked up. Did you already
0: finish that one? Yes. Oh, shit.
1: Fast, fast. Quick, quick.
0: Mm. Story of my life. (sighs) But anyway,
1: so Ruby Ridge was only 11 days. Started off because they had info that this guy was sawing off shotguns and selling illegal weapons and blah, 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 blah. Right. And so they set up... Do you know much about Ruby? No, I don't, Okay, honestly. So the U.S. Marshal Service gets called in to apprehend this guy because he jumped bail or he missed a trial on some weapons charges or some shit like that. So they move into this cabin. It was a cabin that him and his wife moved into in, like, 1984, and there was no electricity, no running water, like, nothing. Right. It was was pure living off the land shit. Uh Uh-huh. And the marshals are setting up surveillance, and one day— Uh, The guy's name was Ronnie Weaver One day Ronnie's dogs Notice the surveillance team Like getting set up for the day And stuff Uh like that So the dog starts barking So Ronnie One of his family friends That was living at the house And his son uh, I think he was 11 His 11 year old son They go out To investigate Different stories happen Again nobody admits to firing the first shot Blah 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 Right um, ensues in Susan, a gunfight where one U.S. Marshal's killed and, uh, Ronnie's 11-year-old son's killed.
0: okay. So, okay. So, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So then, they get back to the house, the standoff starts, they call in the fucking cavalry because the shit hath hitteth the faneth. Right. And, uh, the next day, they, they bring his, I think his son's name was Sammy Weaver. Mm-hmm. They bring Sammy's body back to the house and they put it in a, in a shed because obviously they can't bury it when there's a bunch of feds surrounding your shit. Right. And the next day, Ronnie tells his family that he wants to go out to the shed to be with his son's body and grieve or do whatever he's going to do. Yeah. Well, he walks out there. Um, he walks out there with a gun in his hand. And unbeknownst to him, uh, the ATF, I think the FBI had taken over the scene at that point. The FBI changed their rules of engagement on the fly. Mm. To make, they made their rules of engagement if you see an adult male exit the home with a gun in his hand, fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that so was him. So he left the house with a gun in his hand to go out to the shed. Um, another sniper, the way his daughter Sarah, who was 16 at the time of the standoff, said he just walked to the shed. Another FBI sniper that could, not that did not take the shots that I'm about to talk about. Um, said that what he saw was two adult men because it was uh, harris and weaver so it was the family friend and ronnie uh-huh. he said he saw these guys come out of the house and then go from the house to behind a wood pile to behind another to behind another building and like using fog and like trying to tactically move in a location but he couldn't get the shot okay so another sniper calls in and says he's what tells him what's going on and he's got the shot so he takes it, and he hits Ronnie in the back of the shoulder, and then in the shed, the interesting part was Ronnie was right at the door to the shed when he got shot. Bullet travels through Ronnie's shoulder, in the shed, out of the shed. His daughter now lives on a small ranch in Montana. She has the shed, and it still has the fucking bullet hole in it. <laughs> no shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. Did that kill him? No. No, no. it didn't. Okay. So he starts running back to the house, and the sniper's like, trying to get another shot on him and stuff like that. Sounds like
0: me on Modern Warfare. Well, you know, shit eh, shot. It's just yeah, me too. And then I end up taking I one am, in the head.
1: I'm not a video game shot, Mm-mm. but well, talking about that. So Ronnie and his friend, are, Ronnie and his friend are running back to the house while Ronnie's wife Vicky's holding the door open, saying like, "Get the fuck in the house, get the fuck in the house." Right. Um, and then just as Ronnie goes into the house, sniper fires another shot and hits his wife in the face.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm remembering the story now.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no, this is a an untold story that both. The U.S. government and the people in the house have verified actually happened. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So they shoot Vicki Weaver in the face. She's obviously deceased because she she was just shot in the face with a high-powered rifle. Um, DTF. Anyways, yes, go ahead. So, like I said, both the government and the Weavers say that this happened, but they put it in different context, obviously. Right. Um, The next day... I feel like a little kid right now. I'm like, go on, Papa. What happened? Yeah, let's go. What happened next? Go, on. What happened, next? go on. What happened next? So the next day, um, the FBI had already set up these huge speakers so they could talk to him and try yeah. to talk him out and do all their bullshit. Clearly, I, I don't believe, and this is what they claim, but I, I don't believe them. The, uh-huh. the sniper claims he, does not, he did not know he shot Vicki Weaver in the face. There's been claims that he didn't know he shot Vicki Weaver. And then there's been claims that... Because she was holding their 10-month-old baby when she was shot. Jesus H. And then there were claims that the sniper thought the baby was a gun.
2: So,
1: okay. I don't know. There's still... I mean, it, it's probably settled by now, but I wasn't able to find a settlement. But there was still a civil lawsuit going on uh, between the Weavers and...
0: How big slash small was this baby to think that it was a gun?
1: I don't know. It could have been just like... He, maybe he thought it was a Glock, man.
0: What if it was like a Chocolate Thunder Baby and he thought it was just a big old bazooka? <sighs> I gonna, hope he listens to our gonna, podcast because he will you laugh. Know he, you know he does. You go you know slam he on his brakes in the middle of freaking nowhere <laughs> and just laugh his ass off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, so so this is the part that's fucked up. Okay. The next morning, um, the Weavers start hearing communications on the loudspeaker. And one of the things that was stated... It's completely unknown who the hell said it, whether it was FBI, it was ATF, who the hell it was. Uh But somebody got on that loudspeaker and said, according to Sarah Weaver, and I quote, Hey, Ronnie, why don't you have Vicky make you some pancakes this morning? What the hell? Mm -hmm. Now, playing devil's advocate, that's what Sarah Weaver says they said over the loudspeaker. The morning after they just shot her mother in the face what the ATF claims or the FBI. Mm-hmm. What the FBI claims is they got on the loudspeaker and were trying to talk trying to coax Vicky out of the house by making statements such as wouldn't you like to come out and have a pancake breakfast with your kids? Why the fuck would you make comments like that at all? Yeah. I'm not a negotiator, but I don't think you can coax somebody that's been living off the land for 20 years with a yeah, pancake, yeah. Di- with, a, with a fucking pancake breakfast. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might hesitate on the pancakes, you but, but if
0: you tell me that bitch has chocolate chips in it. I'm coming, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm you, running. You haven't lived off the land for 20 years.
0: I don't care. I love me some chocolate chip pancakes.
1: Well, so do I. I am an American. But... Uh, but how f- I want
0: to tell you a horror story real quick, branching off here. Oh God! I went to make myself some chocolate chip pancakes the other day, and so I pulled some chocolate chips out of the chocolate chip jar uh-huh. that we use for baking chips. Uh-huh. So I make myself some pancakes, big old st- tall stack of pancakes, some eggs, and I'm go to dig into my pancakes, and I go take a bite. The first bite is straight mint chocolate chip. <gasps> Gross. <Ew. laughs> yeah wrong chocolate chips oh, it's so oldest. disgusting so i'm going to and i'll give it to my oldest she's cute as hell i go and i'm like oh this is <sighs> disgusting so i just ate my eggs i go over to the garbage and i scrape it and she's like daddy i'm still hungry i'll eat it and of course i give it to, she ate it she ate it but i was like you're not gonna like this is disgusting <sighs> she ate it but i'm like oh. mint chocolate chip pancakes Gross. Gross. Ew, dude. Right?
1: I always get shit because when I make pancakes at the house, Miranda just likes them regular and I, of course, like chocolate chips because I'm an American. Um, And she always gives me shit because I, I like, overload the chocolate chips. Like, there have been times where I even think it's like, "Mm, is that too much? (laughs) Nah, a couple more. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I see a blank spot right there. Let's get a couple. Do you like peanut butter on it? Let's get a couple. Duh. That's why I love you. (laughs) Yeah but oh my god mm. but that's now i think my goal to look into is that have you watched that making a murderer show
0: uh no i have not I've, I've i don't heard buy of it. it
1: i don't buy it no i don't buy it for one bit because there's it's basically a guy they're trying to say is wrong is in prison right now because he was wrongfully convicted of murder mm-hmm. but there's some serious questions they did not answer
0: yeah Interesting. I
1: yeah. might have to check it out. How many seasons is that one? Or is
0: it just one I th- I like a mini just, series?
1: I think they just came out with two. Okay. But you definitely need to watch the Waco series because even though we just talked about it, it's still just a goddamn good oh, show. Oh yeah,
0: definitely. Well it's like Narcos. Mm-hmm. Have you seen you've seen all that? Not yet. Dude, check it out. It
1: takes me I'm very slow to Pablo, get into shows.
0: Me too. Honestly. I'm I've been well let's see. It took me a year and a half to get through <coughs> Lucifer and it's only four seasons. It's a good job. If
1: I binge watch shows, like I got through all seven of Sons of Anarchy in like less than six months.
0: Now, all you need is a motorcycle. Right? Yep. Right? I'll let you sit on mine. She, she doesn't
1: listen to the podcast anyway. She doesn't even give a shit.
0: Right. But no, um, Norco's is really good if you guys want a, uh, a historical. Of course, that's a fictional twist on everything. Right. Super good. That one's really good, I don't actually know and one of our least favorite people that we may or may not work with. Uh-huh. Allegedly, um, uh-huh. actually recommended the show to me while I was on um, a travel and a travel, a travel, yeah.
1: On a on a plane, train, or automobile.
0: And one of the three, um, he recommended it to me, and actually, I I actually got hooked on it. I need to finish it. It's super good, Pablo Escobar. Honestly, in my opinion, one of the most uh, crooked, nasty pieces of shit, freaking drug lords in the world, but also one of the craftiest. Smart. Very smart. Mm-hmm. And I would say in, in some way is lucky. Um, <coughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, there, there there's some shit that you're like, okay, yeah, that was really smart. And then there's other things like, yeah, you just a lucky emrapper.
1: Yeah. But Well then the fact that the Colombian government finally just got so sick of him they said, Fuck it, just kill him. <laughs> just just freaking take him just out. Just fucking kill him. Yeah, exactly. Like we're done dealing with his blue shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But no, there's there's a lot of good shows out that, that display some historical sides of things historical fiction would you say the wake of one was to be more of a historical slash historical fiction yeah because it's, Cause like it's a, slash documentary it's
1: like a docu-series it's right. like a it's like a movie or a series or tv show right it's based on
0: so like every the- once in a while you get clips of like real shit going on but then you also have like f- actors that well, step you, in
1: you actually get because like some of the phone calls and like videos and stuff like that i've seen the ones that they put on the show because the ones on the show still have the actors in them right um and then i've seen like the actual ones and they quote like these phone calls and these videos like verbatim oh shit yeah like they're very what was said in the real video is what is said on the video on the tv show cool I
0: have to watch that one tonight. Yeah, no. It's my late night to stand up. Stay it's,
1: up. it's a damn good one, and Heck it's yeah. six. I think it's six episodes that are like forty five minutes each. Oh, perfect. So it's not too bad. But if you're trying to stay up, yeah, it's something to get logged into. Right.
0: I tried to watch Tiger King. I'm sorry. I feel like I let you down. I fell asleep I five minutes into it. You know what I love about that though is like it was a huge thing for like two weeks on Facebook. All the jokes and stuff. Every <clears> once in a while, you still see some P- Carol Baskin shit. Yeah. So, but like, it died off pretty quick. It did. Yeah, Which makes you wonder, did the government make it die off real quick?
1: Because they're... Probably. I don't know. They gave Joe Exotic 22 years in prison, bro.
0: Yeah, Sounds like he's pretty messed up.
1: Hello, all you cats and kittens. No, that was Carol Baskins. Oh, that's what she said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. I really... If I wouldn't have watched it, I only binge watched it because I came home one day and Miranda asked me if I'd watched it. And I said no, and then we just started watching it.
0: Gotcha. And I was like, eh, okay. Hey, what are we at on time there total exactly
1: 43
0: oh okay we're good we're Um, golden so do you have anything else you want to touch on this that's freaking that's good stuff right there.
1: that was the only two that i really looked into i mean don't say only that is some solid stuff right there bro well i know but i just meant like that's the only i mean i really do want to keep looking into other things and keep bringing that stuff up because like we talked about we should yeah there's a lot of a lot of events in history that people know about Mm -hmm. but they don't really know the details
0: no this is true yeah
1: you know and then when you look into the details (laughs) okay that made me damn that was caught in the video that's (laughs) gonna be something to laugh at wow
0: he does that every single time about this time
1: that's the beer distributor
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey yep Actually, no funny story. It's actually the bullet manufacturer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, he likes his beer. Again, he does. He... Heck yeah. What doesn't go better together than beer and guns?
1: I don't know, but like a couple weeks ago when we went up shooting, like I was a lot, I think your brother and I talked about that. Like, we were really happy with the fact that. Like, yeah, everybody was up there drinking and, like, there were guns and stuff like that involved. Right. But everybody was also being really responsible oh, at exactly. the same time.
0: Yeah, well, like, when we started shooting, we stopped drinking. Yeah. And we hadn't even drank that much beforehand, so we weren't, no. like, toasted shooting. Like, we were up there being very safe and I was going up there with the mentality. Well, I even said it on the ride up. I'm like, all right, we need to make sure everybody's not getting out of hand and the group of people we didn't, we shi- we didn't, didn't. Even have a single nope.
1: incident of hey dump, oh, yeah. hey dumb it down right it we down. were calling rain shot everybody was repeating oh, yeah. we everybody were calling was good years we were calling down range we were call- following all the basics oh yeah.
0: yeah it was like a bunch of freaking little academy students just mm-hmm. following the rules that and i gotta great. tell you on that note my aunt um she's from arkansas and she's been traveling south america jealous as hell because she sends all these pictures of this beautiful tropical areas anyway she's back home Well, I I shouldn't say home, but she's back with mom and dad right now. She comes up once a year, Mm -hmm. and right now with all the COVID shit going on, she can't fly out anywhere. Can't go anywhere. Yeah, Yeah. and she's self-sufficient. She has eight duplex, four duplexes, something like that, and she has—I don't think she has any debt at all. Anyways, she's she's pro Second Amendment, defend yourself. You know, especially right now with all the crazy crap going on. Yeah, she's wanting to get her gun, get herself a gun. She's had multiple guns before. Um, She's just wanting a gun right now that she can um, carry to defend herself. She wants a pistol, and she wants a rifle. Yeah. Perfect. I'd throw a shotgun in there if if it was my opinion. Not as well. Right? Exactly. You're already halfway there. Complete the trinity. Two-thirds of the way there. Exactly. Oh, the trinity. That's a (laughs) shirt idea right there. The pistol, the rifle, and the shotgun ghost.
1: That's a verbal trademark. You can't Mm -hmm. steal that.
0: Don't touch it, LLC. Josh and Jared. (laughs) Um, But... No, she was, dad, dad was actually reaching out to me and he's like, Hey, you got that extra Glock 17. I'm like, yeah, actually, literally I have an extra 17 that I can't do shit with. Like I can shoot one with each hand, but I, I can't do, one. I can double fist it. I, but that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I could JB weld these two together. Anyways. No, um, he's like, how about you bring it out for your aunt to shoot? So I I brought that out there. I also brought, you know, my nineteen's always on me. And then I brought my carbine that takes Glock mags and we were shooting and I was just, I was just enthralled with the fact that is you know there's another american out there who hasn't really shot much and i got a teacher and she was loving it like she was asking me questions like okay what's the proper way to hand off a gun what's the proper way to hold your hand what's the you know what should i be doing you were we were doing small shit like that and it's just like god i I love that stuff
1: yeah instead of being that kind of person that just wants a gun and then is like okay i've got my gun leave me alone
0: right exactly Mm -hmm. and and then you know you've taught you've seen those people who shoot that just like wave that shit around flag the
1: Oh, my God, I want to kill people.
0: Oh, yeah, and that's what I loved is, like, I, you know, I told her once, I'm like, finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. And I think that's the only thing I told her. But then she asked all the right questions. Okay, what do I do if I want to hand it off to someone? What do I do to load it? You know, how about this? You know, how about that? And I was like, this is perfect. I wish every student was like that because I've taught some sketchy motherfuckers and I've taken people hunting that are sketchy as hell. Like flicking their finger off the trigger when they're getting ready to shoot. Like, you're trying to find that deer with your finger on the trigger. Uh Uh-huh you scare that deer away I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> fucker. <laughs> but no, it's just it's just I, I love no. you Americans out there who maybe you haven't shot a bunch and you're not comfortable but you're willing. You're willing to get in there and you realize at times right now that this is the best time to defend yourself. Not to own a gun if you generalize that it's, it's the best time to own a gun. No. It's the best time anytime's the best time to defend yourself mm-hmm. and take up arms. But so we did. We got to shoot. I think we shot a little under 50 rounds. Um, got her familiarized with the Glock 19, the Glock oh, just, 17. just
1: your aunt shot like 50? Um, okay, she was actually, it was, it was me we shooting. Sh-
0: we shot a fuck. Oh, dude, we shot so many rounds. <laughs> and even then, like, we shot a lot. But between all, whatever it was, like, 8, nine, ten of us, we still didn't shoot a ton.
1: No, there was, was a lot. 1,000. There was a
0: lot of ammo left. Oh, yeah. I still have. I don't it think my not. box of a thousand nines was even touched.
1: No, I, I loaded up a couple with it. But it oh. was not... It was not dented. That was so much fun. We need to do that again. Yeah, we do need to do that again. That's like yeah. what I want for my birthday. <laughs> Even though my birthday's in October. I was going
0: to say it's October, right? Okay, yeah. let me guess here. No, we can't guess on podcast. Six months. It, six months. Six months.
1: Six months. Six months exactly? Uh, from six months from me yesterday. Okay, I got it. All right. But. No. You got yours in September, though. We'd go do it in September. Oh, hell yeah. See, that'd be a little bit better. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah, want so,
0: to figure that out. All right, so man, this good conversations, dude. Freaking, oh, man, you freaking rock this show.
1: At least it's not coronavirus.
0: Oh, dude, that's, that's the so important thing. I've got to branch a little bit on it. Okay, I've got to touch it because you know it's big. It's big stuff. Are you touching coronavirus?
1: Just, just a bit. God damn it. Just a bit because you know I like
0: to you know talk about the weather and. I thought we
1: would make it take America great again.
0: <laughs> oh God, them bugs, man. They get <clears> in your throat. <clears and> they make throat> you say <clears> weird shit. Anyhow. Go.
1: God damn it.
0: So I just want to touch on a little bit, and I know you can agree with me, is are you tired of the people wearing the fucking masks everywhere?
1: No, I'm to tired. To a point. No, I'm tired of being looked at like an asshole. For not wearing I it? don't wear a mask. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's, That's what but, I'm tired of.
0: Bro, I couldn't agree with you more. And what irritates me is that people are...
1: If I you want to ma- wear a mask, wear a mask. But wear, don't look exactly. at me like, I'm the fucking dick.
0: Oh, man. I couldn't agree with you more. Man has been going to her OB appointments, and some of the moms that come out of there, moms to be, uh-huh. are looking at her like she's the most horrible human being because she's not walking in and walking out with a mask. <laughs> it's ridiculous. However, oh um, Jesus Christ. one of our nurses for her OB appointment said, like, these aren't necessarily to keep stuff from coming in because it's shown that stuff can slip past any side of these mat whether n95s or handkerchiefs whatever you yeah. put over yeah. your face this is more to keep stuff from going out because when you when you're projecting stuff it's caught quicker inside these things even mm-hmm. with handkerchiefs which is my opinion big joke mm-hmm. however um things that are coming in when they're coming in at a projected rate it's easier you're sucking in quicker than pushing out if you think about it yeah um but I wanted to talk a little bit about the quarantine, like quarantine itself. And I'm not going to get real political. I'm not going to get real irritated with this whole thing, but I just wanted to bring some of our listeners.
1: You're going to get political and I, you're going to get irritated. I Don't you lie to me? Uh, yeah,
0: I am. You're right. <laughs> so what I wanted to bring up is the, the masks, the quarantine, and our immune system. Now, I'm going to start off right now by saying if you're old, if you're immunocompromised, if you were in a <clears> position where you know you get sick really easy – protect yourself stay home don't go out there there's lots of stuff out there not just corona there's flu there's all sorts of stuff this time of year is horrible it's a breeding right. season for sickness yeah but
1: for everybody trans- else like transition of cold to hot and hot to cold all ex- that bullshit
0: exactly now there's some doctors down actually in california of all places which actually has a super low death rate did you know that, like their death rate is below 2000 i'm not going to say exact number because but it's, it's, like, it's below 2000
1: it's like 0.02 or something like that isn't yeah it? exactly yeah. i think i sent you that video didn't i i think you did yeah yeah
0: but these doctors are out of California, and all their videos have been wiped off everything. YouTube, you can get on some underground-type websites uh-huh. that you can find them. Um, he brought up some good points. This is an ICU doctor. Now, he makes his money off of sick people, pretty much, right? Right. And so he's telling people, though, and this is this is very true. It's not just him saying there's a lot of doctors that are in agreement of this, but, of course, I mean, he does not going to preach it. Mm-hmm. Um, that when you shelter so when you tell people to and if you want this video i'll send it to you. you you most people have my contact information or jared's um when you shelter yourself inside say okay average american right now you go you're sheltered at home you're getting paychecks from unemployment government or whatever because work shut down so you go home you're told to If you leave to go get stuff, you wear a mask. Mm -hmm. When you are home, you wipe everything down with Lysol. A lot. All your surfaces, everything that you touch normally, you wipe it down and you make it sterile. Okay, great. Lysol, bleach, whatever, kills 99.9% of viruses or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so our immune system no longer is intaking any of these pathogens, any of these viruses, anything like that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: What do you think your immune system right now is staying doing to stay up to date up up on par now if anybody knows anything about the human immune system is you rely on um mm, infections is kind of a scary word but you rely on contaminants to keep your your immune system going right so you get exposed to stuff like you know us we're dealing with shit bags we're dealing with crap we're you know anything we're exposed to all sorts of things but our immune system is consistently getting all this crap and we don't even know like osmosis jones did you ever watch that movie uh-huh yeah so like yeah. that movie yeah, yeah. you're getting all this crap coming in and your immune system goes in and fights it most mm-hmm. of the time we're getting colds. we're getting all sorts of crap coming into our system but our immune system knows how to fight it it gets it and it takes it under control and our immune system is that much better our antibodies are up there everything's fighting you know you know, like those random days where you're just tired as hell. You don't know why. You got good sleep.
1: I had that day-to-day. Right. I was you, just, Ew.
0: Yeah, you got good sleep. No you coffee were good. was going to pull me out of it. Right. No caffeine will pull you out of it. it. I could almost guarantee your immune system was probably working on something. You didn't get sick. You probably didn't get any symptoms or anything. No. Or even Maybe your allergies, that releases the Yeah, I get a lot of
1: allergies. In.
0: You know, your your body's working, and you might not get sick, but your body's working. And so when we tell people to go home... Wipe all your surfaces down. If you leave, you wear a mask. And so all you're doing is you're breathing in your own air for the most part. Your immune system goes downhill. And so you're not being exposed to anything to keep your immune system up. It's like if you take someone out of the hills, they've lived up in the hills for freaking ever. They live off the land. They're, self-sufficient. they're healthy as hell, right? Because mm-hmm. all they have is the fresh air. Right. You, bring them, excuse me, you bring them into the city where they're exposed to more people, more crap. All of a sudden, they're, they're sick. They're getting picking up everything. In the middle of summer, they're getting the freaking flu. They're getting cold. Mm-hmm. What have you. And so, the way the immune system works is it relies on exposure to things. Yes, the coronavirus does has a high infection rate. You look at it now, it's infected a lot of people. More than any other flu we've had out there. And I'm gonna hesitate and draw tread on soft waters there. But... This whole quarantine and shelter-in-place thing mm-hmm. is hurting your body, and also, yeah. and I mean, you know, like when you think about it like that, it's like, okay, yeah, like when you get a cold or when you get the flu, you get the seasonal flu. Say on the random year that you get the seasonal flu, your flashlight is on. You
1: what the shit?
0: You get the seasonal flu, and um, then you're not going to get it the rest of the year. Your body got it. It fought it and right. now you could be around anybody puking their freaking brains out, rubbing their back, holding their hair back, you're not going to get it again. Right. So your body fought that off, it created the antigens. And so it's just like any sickness out there. Even if you expose your body to other sicknesses, you're you're going to build that strong immune system on top of having vitamins and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's by sheltering in place when you do finally go out and the government says, "Oh, you're good. Magical. We're all fine. We're good to go. We can go and do what the fuck ever we want." I- all of a sudden, you have day. the fucking cold in the middle of summer. Have you ever known someone who got the cold? I got a yeah. cold in summer? Yeah. It's like weird as hell, right? It, it's
1: odd. Yeah, you're like, I think I've had it.
0: I, I've got it once. I that think I can I've remember. got it once. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you got a cold in the middle of summer. Like, what the hell's yeah, going it's like, on? Why
1: am I sniffling and it's hundred degrees outside? This is you're probably
0: overworked. Out. You're probably tired as hell, and your probably body was worn the fuck out. I mean, if you think yeah, about it. yeah,
1: probably. I think when I got it, I think I was like. I yeah, I think it was like in a time I was doing like three jobs. Yeah, exactly. Like seven days a week. That's
0: that was like me. I was like crazy over time, just body just didn't have the energy to fight it off. Yeah. So it's just just something to think about for our listeners. I'm not gonna preach, you go out and rebel and freaking do that shit. You can make your own damn mind up. But that's my corona thing for every day. <laughs> it's just you know it's just think about it's things my like
1: daily corona.
0: It's just the government and the C D C. Who's kind of been thrown out of the picture because they're corrupt as fuck. Um, really? Oh, uh, yeah. They don't watch
1: the news. The Corona, the, the who got,
0: WHO got, WHO got kind of pushed under the radar because they were, they received a lot of funding from China and one of their high, I can't remember which official it was with the WHO because it's an international organization. Uh huh. Was, um, I think he was fired more or less because of his ties with china and trying to cover this thing up to less than what it was Hmm. so i could tell everybody go and do your own research um but
1: uh. don't just watch the news yeah no i don't care what news network it is don't just watch the news oh bro i could not go read medical journals
0: oh read medical journals look up videos like jared was saying about his um waco and the what was it ruby what ruby ridge ruby ridge like you just watch a bunch of stuff and you develop your own opinion and collective data and that's what you get eventually you're going to come across stuff whether you're watching cnn fox news or you know everybody's biased everybody is biased yeah but you start looking into all these resources watching documentaries watching interviews and stuff you're gonna start realizing this person said the same thing as this person, this person, this person, and you start mm-hmm. being able to build upon your own story and your own collaboration of what you, as your in yourself, can collaborate to be true. Yeah, and so that's that's how I celebrate everybody: educate yourself. It is, yeah, it's right. that simple. For
1: we pre- I think we preached it from the beginning. Be some, educate yourself. Be some educated, beautiful Americans. You're already beautiful. Now just become educated.
0: The only thing more powerful than an armed American is an educated American t-shirt idea oh my god Mm. that's two of them i don't remember the first one but i'll review it and i will find it
1: oh my gosh
0: branching off into a serious world right now we're gonna touch a little bit on you have hero talk Nope. okay i think i have have a little hero talk it's gonna be completely different okay but i like different we have a tribute moment of silence one of our officers in the city he's been there for a long time Mm -hmm. lost a son
1: Yeah, he did.
0: Was I want to? I want to say it was yesterday. Yeah. And reading that obituary, honestly, in all seriousness, right right now, um, I brought a little tear to my eye. I never knew the kid personally. Um, I know he was very. He had a lot of health issues, and we've talked about this personally. But he made it a lot longer
1: than he was supposed to. Yeah, he made it. To, I think he made it to 18, and he was he was not supposed to see 13.
0: He was actually no. He was born in 98. He made it almost at 22 years old.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, so that was more than I thought.
0: Right. And so that was the thing. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to make it past nine. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And yeah, I tell you this. This kid, just like any kid out there who has, you know, lifelong illnesses, sickness, cancer, and you read these stories, they impacted lives people around them in ways that are really unimaginable for an average human being like you and me oh yeah because he was he was i'm I'm pretty sure he was uh, he was wheelchair bound for the most part a lot of health complications uh spinal bifida is what he had mm-hmm. and so yeah i remember
1: he, uh when his father joined the department that our fathers work for uh-huh. um, i remember i was young i was not very old Right. um and they they had a fundraiser to help out with like medical bills and stuff like that yep and
0: exactly and this actually the family i don't know if you read the a bit in the tribune um here in town they said instead of flowers or you know money to them or whatever they asked to put it into the jackson baldwin foundation which i i think most of our listeners are familiar with great organization complete non for non-profit or non-profit organization does some great things for people families um and so, yeah.
1: yeah, you know,
0: it's it's a sad day. He touched a lot of lives. I mean, it sounds like his graduation when he wa- when he went across that stage for graduation. It was the biggest uproar. Like everybody was just super excited. It's like no one had ever heard cheering like that before. It's awesome. It kind of you know it brings it may bring a tear to your eye, but it also brings a smile to your face because you know you, humanity's still alive.
1: Yeah. No, oh, it so. is. Yeah. And then people like that that live do a lot of living in a short amount of time
0: exactly day by day Mm -hmm. yep so yep and you know to to protect the families and stuff and we don't know all of our listeners out there but we won't name names but just know that we lost a beautiful american recently and you know the good lord knows what what's on your mind so if you want to send send something up to the big man upstairs about it he'll know what you're talking about
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, thoughts and prayers to the family. We know them. We love them.
0: Exactly. Um, All the sport in the world.
1: Yeah. As
0: much as us poor cops can give. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Exactly. No,
1: it's just, show, I know it's it's a hard time and a lot of people don't want to go out and about, but just experience life, man. It's it's a thing that comes and goes and you don't want to miss out on it. Exactly. Yeah. Even yeah. if you wear a mask, I don't give a shit. Just right. don't look at me like I'm an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Right. No kidding. Oh
0: man. Yeah, All you know right. I think today we're gonna, we're, we're gonna. I'm not gonna say skip. We're gonna bypass hero talk. We'll get you double double duty next. I week. think that
1: was a good time. That was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, we're gonna call that hero talk. Exactly. We didn't skip it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And you know, you, with with the way things are today, I haven't seen my grandma in well, a couple months now. So it's just I want to reiterate. You know, call your grandma. Call your mama. Call your papa. Call your dad, whatever you yeah. call your dad, you know, give
1: him a call. Tell him you love him. You got a phone. You might not be able to go visit him, but you got a phone.
0: Exactly. And that's the nice thing about today's technology. FaceTime, phone, Skype, Facebook video, yep. what have you. Give him a call, you know. Make it count. They are they may be scared right now. They're tough as hell and they seen some crap, but not being able to see you or see the grandkids or great can't grandkids, it kind of sucks for them. It does. It sucks for them worse than it sucks for you just sitting at home. Exactly. Yep. But. So you know, next time you get frustrated at them kids, remember there's some people out there who would love to see them kids right now, and they, mm-hmm. they really don't get to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, you know.
1: Well, it's just the way the world the world we live in at this point in time, and hopefully we'll this will all be over, and we can go back to freaking normal. Exactly. So that would be the best thing in the world. Never wanted normal so bad in my life. Oh. But I
0: couldn't agree more, bro. <laughs> Take that damn gym for such granted anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. our, our beautiful Americans. It's time to go. Time to go feed the wives and yes. hug the kids and enjoy being a beautiful American. So, Hell yeah, we'll talk to y'all soon, and of course, until next time, be good to each other, stay safe, stay strong, and we'll talk to you next time.
0: God bless America.